Welcome to the Sonic Shaman Show, home of the Coffee Connect and Conscious Connections. The show is dedicated to empowering you to perceive, know, be, and express your unique voice in this world without the fear of judgment of others through healing, coaching, and educational services. In each episode, Hank and his guests offer tools, techniques, and inspiration to help you step into your potency. Now, here is your host, Hank Settela. Good morning, everyone. It has been quite some time since I've been able to come on and do a stream. My name's Hank Suttala. I'm the Sonic Shaman, and today is all about new moon and magic, how to use the new moon for manifestation and actualization in your life. But one of the things that we're going to start with, because this is the great greatest time to start something new, to put the energy into a new beginning, and I'm going to announce now an event that was inspired. Let me bring it up. A new world, a new possibility. When I was um, having my coffee yesterday, I had this fleeting thought as I was reading the headlines and saw all the potential trauma and drama that may start on the 16th. And I thought, what could I be and do in the world that might create a different possibility? And at first I thought, oh, well, maybe I could just do a live stream in my Mesa and people can come and meditate with the Mesa all day. And then I thought, well, I could do that but I could hop on every hour and maybe offer a little talk. And then I thought, well, I could have guests on. And before I knew it, this is what has been created. I'm still filling in some of the spots, but we're going to be doing a 12-hour live stream on Saturday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And I have guests lined up uh, from all from the East Coast to the West Coast. We have Elaine Thomas, Mark Thomas from Fellowships of the Spirit in Lilydale. We have Victor, who is the organizer of the Victory Light Expo. We have Tim Brainerd, who I'm going to pre-record and uh, play on air live. Ryan Dean and Casey, who are both local. Ed Edwards, which you might recognize from my past show, um, he is... Uh, he was featured on Ancient Aliens and perhaps is the most studied healer on the planet. We'll have Mary Lee, who's written several books on uh, empowerment. Uh, Joy, who her name needs no other introduction. My teacher, Don Zane Kerfman. We have Cassandra Butler on astrology. And that is just the tip of the iceberg. And this was all from a little inspiration. And that's what the new moon really can bring about for you. And, and it's not necessarily just on the day of the full moon, a day or full moon, new moon, any lunar uh, event. It's not necessarily just a day up. There is an arc, we call it in astrology. And so there is a range of influence with the planets. The faster the moving, uh, faster the planet moves, the shorter the arc, the longer, or the, the more time the planet takes to go around its orbit, the longer the arc. And the moon is about, I believe, two and a half days as it changes uh, zodiac signs and everything. So coming up on the new moon, right after the new moon, you are in that energy and ask yourself what possibilities, what energy could I be in the world to create something? And we're also in the place where there is no illumination, which is significant because your shadow, the things that are in you that um, that might require healing, all of that is really light. In shamanism, we would say that is condensed sami, hucha. It is condensed light. And that is the perfect fertilizer. So as you start to do inner work, as you start to refine yourself, you are actually propelling the thing that you're looking to create into actualization with much more potency. So that's uh, what I look at with the, with the new moon, like it's real potentiality. That being said, when it comes to things like this, it really is an art form. You could say the exact opposite, and the best time to manifest is on the full moon because you have illumination and you can see what you're doing and you can have a more clear-cut vision. It's all about point of view, and your point of view creates reality. 
in magic, some people say that if you wanted to create an invisibility spell, you would do it on the new moon so you can't be seen. You could just as easily say, I want to do it on the new moon. And I have the intention that the person that's looking for me is going to notice all the other things that are illuminated by the moon. So as you can see, it's all about intention. And intention is really what drives everything in whatever magical creations you're looking to do and whatever you're looking to manifest and actualize in your life. Intention drives it all. That being said, there is collective consciousness. There is a collective agreement that new moon is best for this and full moon is best for this. At least in, depending who you ask, you could still go either way. But you can ride that wave of collective consciousness and what you're looking to create as well. So new moon, new you, really every new moon, ask yourself what amazing possibility, inspiration, and creation could I create in my life to create for myself and for the world? That's the question to ask. Now, that's my beginning thing, because I wanted to really announce the event, and that was all uh, tailored a little bit around that. But this is intended to be a little bit of an interactive stream. So I invite you to have your coffee, your tea, whatever you might have. If you have comments, questions, anything like that, please Ooh, and I just remembered something, please make them. And I just realized I need to make this public on my page. So let me do that. And if you find value out of these videos, please uh, take a moment to share them or start a watch party. And if you're on Facebook, um, there's also an event already under Emergence of Being for the 12-hour live stream event that I mentioned. Uh, so please take a moment to RSVP when you have a chance and share that, invite your friends. Uh, normally when I create something like an event like the expo and everything i'm looking at it a year down the line and i, I start the creation process and all this was just yesterday for saturday so i will honor and ask and receive your contribution if you feel called to share it invite friends and all that it's going to be an amazing time and if you're local if you want to stop by and bring me food or coffee at the center i'm going to be streaming for 12 hours straight so it's going to be an interesting experience <laughs> You have to have all my stamina for that. Good morning, Mary Lee. Thank you for joining us. And I know Ernie messaged me on when I didn't show up right on time. So I know Ernie's watching. Thank you for joining. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, anything on your mind, let's hear that. So let me take a sip of my coffee too. Otherwise, this will be the never ending live stream of my Coffee Connect. And also on a, a personal note, the reason I haven't been on as much is with the kids off for school, it was a lot of chaos in the morning. And I'm now back onto um, a more a, a, a actual schedule. So I should be on uh, much more frequently for the Coffee Connects. Anne-Marie is checking in saying, good morning. Good morning, Anne-Marie. Thank you so much for joining us. So with the new moon, one of the, my favorite ways to use it, I already mentioned to you, is to going into it, really asking the universe, what energy could I be? what could I create that would create the greatest change, possibility, abundance, uh, transformation in my life for my life and for the world. The other things that we can do is you could be way more direct, uh, direct, way more detailed about what you're looking to create. I would just encourage if you're going to like make a list of things that you're looking to actualize in your life, you you're looking to actualize mindsets and preferences, but not specific things. And let me give you an example. A preference, when you don't get it, doesn't change your state of being. Um, where if it is something that you have your heart set on, it might be more like an addiction. And Neil Donald Walsh gives this um, an example. Like if you go into an ice cream shop and you have your heart set on chocolate, and then they don't have chocolate, if you go, well, fine, if I can't have my chocolate ice cream, I'm not going to have any ice cream at all. 
and you leave and you have no ice cream. That is a, more of an energy of an addiction. It's an energy of an expectation versus a preference. A preference is I love chocolate, but if they don't have it, no problem. Vanilla is great. I'll, I'll, I'll happily receive the vanilla. And when we're working with the universe, if we have things that are expectations, it's handcuffing the universe that it only can deliver to you things in a very set set of circumstances or set of parameters. And we're cutting ourselves off from the infinite possibilities of everything else. How many flavors of Baskin Robin ice cream are they? Are you looking to manifest ice cream? Or are you looking to manifest a very specific flavor and a very specific cone with a very specific topping and so on? So it's good to be specific, but if you are being specific, make sure it's in the energy of preference and not expectation. The universe responds very differently to both of those. So that's why I'm a big advocate of manifesting mindsets or or states of being hey universe i would like to experience more joy in my life very broad and the universe could bring you an infinite number of possibilities to express that being through doing because that's where it all comes from first beingness precedes doing this so what energy could i be you shoot that out to the universe to experience x y and z in my life abundance joy peace the universe will then bring you opportunities to express that being through doing but a lot of times we are very mindset on manifesting the doing part and missing out on the being part and it just works out very differently when things uh, when the universe is manifesting like that good morning shauna thank you so much for joining and shauna since you're watching i just want to show you uh, i only have like six slots left if you do want to be part of that this is the lineup so far not even everything i couldn't fit everything on the slide but i'm doing a 12-hour live stream on saturday for world peace and possibility i want to give people i'm choosing to give people something other than the trauma and drama in the news um, to focus on. And that is what I have chosen to create. It was an inspiration yesterday. I ran with it and it came together literally in almost a day and I only have six spots left. So Shauna, if it resonates with you, uh, totally get back to me and let me know when you can come on. And if not, that's cool too. I just thought since you commented that I would, you know, just let you know how much fun you might be missing out on. <laughs> Any questions on the new moon? Um, while you might be typing questions, one of the things you can do is after you have put out the energy that you'd like, that's a thought form. And manifestation is twofold. There's two parts to it. There's thought, word, and deed, and that is what is happening in the physical plane. That is what is happening in the reality of duality. And that is where you need to have your good orderly direction to actualize and play your part with the universe to create whatever it is that you're creating. I use the example of a rowboat. You put out to the universe, this is what I'm choosing. The universe says, okay, and it starts rowing. It starts to do its thing to bring it to you. And if you just sit there and do nothing, you end up going in a circle because only one person is rowing. If anybody who's had kids rowing in a lake or anything like that, you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll end up going in a circle because you're just paddling on one side. Now, if you're working in tandem with the universe and you're doing your part and co-creating, then you're rowing too and you have that good orderly direction, acronym for God, and you get to your, your destination much more quickly. So don't feel that it's like you put it out to the universe. It can instantly show up, especially after the great conjunction with Saturn and Jupiter moving into Aquarius. Manifestation will be a lot more airy and less Earth-based. So things are going to be able to manifest much more quickly just with thought forms. But still, you want to do your good orderly direction and what could you be and do with the universe to actualize your dreams and your choices with total ease. So thought, word, and deed, that is congruency in the duality. Then congruency going up and down, that is body, mind, spirit, and beyond. To give the example, if you're manifesting from ego, 
you might have thought, word, and deed and be able to create in the world, but you're not aligned with the soul path or the soul purpose congruently. And so you're still misfiring. But if you can be aligned body, mind, and spirit and beyond, and thought, word, and deed, you have congruency and alignment both directions. And that's when things really pop and manifest with these. We have Kimmy saying good morning as well. Good morning. Any questions about the new moon or anything in general? This is intended, as you know, I can go off on tangents and random uh, random places. Let's see. Let me just make sure it did go live. Good. Well, not live. I'm now public on my page, which I always forget to do. Let's see. Oh, the thought I keep going for uh, to get to, and then I get distracted by all these other things that are coming through, is when you are putting things down, if you're writing things down about here's what I'm looking to actualize in the universe, what you can do is you write that on the new moon and get yourself, you could get a knob candle. And knob candles, there's like seven little wax balls, basically, and you can burn one a day, or you can get a seven-day candle and just time yourself. But the idea would be that every day, even if it's for five minutes, if it's a knob candle, you burn one knob a day, where you actually sit with that petition paper, we would call it in American folk magic. You would write down what you are looking to actualize in your life, to experience more joy, to have more of X, Y, Z in your life. Again, with the energy of preferences, not expectations. And you fold that paper up and you put it underneath the candle. And every day, uh, preferably in a kind of more of a, a, a sacred space, if you have an altar space that you can set up or someplace that you're not going to use for anything else other than things of this nature, intention setting and working with maybe your guides, teachers, angels. If you have a place that you meditate, that would be a great place. And you light the candle, a knob candle you would light and you would wait for one knob to burn down. If you're doing a, a seven day candle, you put it down, you light the candle, put a timer on. But the idea is that you're setting there and you're simply in the flow of energy for allowing that to come to you. You're focusing your attention and your intention on the things that you're looking to bring into your life. Because we oftentimes just treat manifestation and actualization like one of those, I think it's uh, the ninja pot, set it and forget it, or a crock pot, something like that. We, we put the intention out, but we never follow up. And we'd never touch base with it again. And then that the energy behind it, though it was there, now it doesn't it doesn't hold form. Or even worse, we keep changing our mind. Because the only answer the universe has for us is yes. But we have a tendency to say, hey, universe, I want this. And the universe says, okay, we'll work on that. And it starts to rearrange the totality of existence to bring it to you, whether this lifetime or future lifetime. In the next 10 seconds, you choose something else. In the next 10 seconds, you choose something else. In the next 10 seconds, you choose something else. And the universe keeps moving to bring it to you, but you don't focus on something for any period of time. So the point of doing a candle exercise like this is to train yourself to hold the intention and to hold the focus and to be consistent in your creation and actualization. Good morning. I see people watching, but no questions. I can't believe there's no questions. Or maybe everybody likes the full moon above me and they're all mesmerized by Mama Kia, which is Mother Moon. In magic, there's actually different things you can do on each one of the moon cycles. Um, one thing I'll give you, which I really like, you would have to look up your astrology um, report to get this. But everybody has a lunar return. Your moon is a certain degree something. So mine is in Virgo. Every time the moon returns to that degree, whatever sign it's in, everybody has what's called a lunar return. And it may be on a full moon. It may be on a new moon. It doesn't matter. The world is having one every new moon. Every, every, the collective consciousness is having a lunar return every new moon. 
But on the lunar return, what occurs since the moon represents past emotion is it resonates something in you that needs healing. And that's where I said that it's the best time to start something new because we also have the best opportunity to do our shadow work. And as you do your shadow work, as you work on the things that need healing, you are lightening up that energy. You are taking that dense, heavy, stagnant energy that's not in flow and loosening it up. And what do you do with that energy? You focus and direct it into the things that you're looking to create for your life. That's why we say your shadow is like your fertilizer. Your shadow are the things that could propel the things that you're looking to actualize in this world. So it's a wonderful time. And again, attention drives it all. So you, you, you get resonated with something from your past, but it's mirroring something in the future. The example I like to give is say in third grade, you were bullied on the bus and you never stood up for yourself. And all of a sudden, your boss is being a real jerk. Your boss is being really overbearing, maybe even inappropriate or whatever the case is. Ask the question, what have I felt like this before? And look, if, you're, if you are following your lunar chart, if you're noticing that and it's a new moon, this is the energy from the past that's being resonated. Does it have anything to do with your boss? Or is your boss being a jerk or whatever showing up for you being a a reflection or a projection, however you want to look at it, at this unresolved heaviness from your past. So that's what that's what new moon returns are great for is finding these shadow items and working with them. And every 28 days you get a new one. So it works out wonderfully. At the first 90 degree, with the first square we would call it, you really get blindsided. There is like this something that happens that it was bothering me before, but wow, now it's really getting under my skin. On the next 30, uh, 90 degrees where it's an opposition that is where there is this opportunity for like the best opportunity to connect the dots that wait you know what this isn't about this this is about the first time i was ever a victim and i didn't stand up for myself this is about the first time that i was wounded from someone that was being self like operating selfishly that was impacting the experience of people around them and then the next 90 degrees is the best time to anchor that energy differently. So instead of not standing up for yourself, you do stand up for yourself. Maybe you have a, a, a real clear conversation or go to HR or whatever the case is, as every scenario will be different, but you re-anchor the energy. And that is where you're taking something that was dense, heavy, stagnant, and you transmute it into light. And you transmute it into an energy that is now in the flow. And you can use that to help to create and manifest and actualize your dreams. Anne-Marie asks, does it matter what color the knob candle is? It doesn't really, unless it does. There is color magic and things. So what I would, um, which is a whole nother video we could do, if, color, if it feels lighter to pick a certain color, that's what I would pick. And you don't have to make logical sense of it. So maybe a red one feels lighter for whatever reason, or a blue one feels lighter. But in general, um, unless you are really going for another collective consciousness magical effect, there's not a, there's not a need to do uh, a particular candle. But if you want to, you can absolutely do that. It's all physical representation of intention at that point. And you can add additional potencies by uh, adding different color schemes. You could also, if you get the wax ones that don't have a... Um, they, they're not a, they don't have a glass container. You can um, carve and things into it. And there are, uh, in candle magic, one thing that you could do is you could actually take a little, um, whatever you'd want to etch the candle with, but you could etch your intentions or you could etch your declarations into the universe, into the candle itself. So as it burns, that those words are, are being um, liquefied and carried. In shamanism, we would look at it as when you burn something like that, you burn a despacho, you burn an offering, you're burning a candle with a petition paper, 
as it burns, it is literally carrying those prayers, those intentions to the upper world for manifestation and actualization. Ernie, my astrologer, new moon is in Capricorn today. Structures are examined and likely to change or be replaced. Bringing up a good point, when you could, when you look at the zodiac signs, my my interpretation of astrology is the planets are the actors, the houses are a stage, and the the zodiac signs themselves are themes. So the actor of the moon, those past emotions, whatever house it's in, the, if it's in your finance house, this might be playing out somewhere in your financial reality. If it's in uh, family, it's playing out in family. It will all give you clues. So if you're looking at your your lunar return. Um, I believe it actually probably should be in the same house every time. If, I, if I'm right or not, you can tell me, or if, or if the houses change, I'm not sure if it would change over each uh, lunar return or not. But the, the the house itself would set the stage wherever the energy is going to play out. And the zodiac would be the theme. So as uh, he said, like Capricorn is about structures examined, like to be changed or replaced. If you were having a lunar return today, it would probably be around uh, structures and where something in your reality might have uh, been hindered as a child or something of that nature. Could be a lot of different things. And don't get too caught up on the specifics of it. These are all just little fun things to look at to get deeper into our original wounds. And you don't necessarily need astrology. But astrology is, it all gives us other things where if we can't figure it out on our own, when we use something like astrology or a psychic reading or tarot or whatever the case is, it gives us a little bit of a direction of where to focus our energies and where we can grow and evolve and all that good stuff. Yep, the return is to the same house. So that's going to be the same uh, the same thing for your lunar return. And then for the collective consciousness, we are going to be... Um, the collective as a whole, you're going to be resonated on the new moon. So everybody as a whole, there's some sort of wound. And this is more a collective wounding that is going to be resonating for the country or for the, you could look at it for the world. You could look at it for the country. You could look at it for your city. There's different elements of collective consciousness that are all going to be having these same things uh, simmer up and whatnot. Cool. Wow. It's 21 minutes since I started already. That's crazy. It doesn't feel like 21 minutes. I drink my coffee very slowly. <laughs> Any questions, comments, um, topics that you'd like to see me do on these Coffee Connects that we can uh, put in the roster? I know I'm going to be doing one on meditation. Uh, there's a wonderful passage I want to share from Neil Donald Walsh's work, and it kind of reframes meditation, what it is, what it isn't. I think I'll be doing that one in the near future. And also one topic that I love called the protection paradox, because do you need protection or don't you? Or is it both or none at all? So we'll be doing that one too. But any questions? Otherwise, I'll just um, show the event one more time and kind of wrap up. All right, everybody's silent or they're typing. It could be either way. Let's see, is there anything else coming up? Uh, next Monday, We'll throw this out there. Oh, actually, I have the thing. This was a graphic I made for the protection paradox that we can be do. We could do that one next. That's kind of in line with um, the astrology a little bit. And then I have the ones that I thought about doing: the trap of understanding, 
which would be cool. One called Pachacuti, the world turned upside down. That's a shamanic term for when we go through these uh, super life-changing events, like the entire world right now is in a Pachacuti. <laughs> and think about one of those kids' um, toys where you flip the, the thing and all the sand has to resettle. That's the Pachacuti. So as things settle in reality, all of a sudden it gets flipped upside down and everything has to settle back again. But at that initial flip, it creates all kinds of chaos. And that's uh, one could argue that we're into that. I got reincarnation, fact or fiction. We have awakening. These are all things that I kind of thought about and did little graphics for so I could be spontaneous and just run with whatever I chose to run with. All that to be said on Monday, what I was about to bring up before I noticed to have all these other graphics, Dr. K and I, who do a stream every Friday at 10, uh, we have our energy clinic Monday night at eight o'clock and that is in person or on Zoom now. So you can uh, do it virtually. Yeah, Ernie, how about Hopo? Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> Ernie and I are going to be doing a live stream on that. I don't have the graphic on this one, do I? Uh, not sure. So I think I was going to do that under a different channel, so I might not have it on this one. Nope, I don't. But Ernie and I, we have rescheduled our stream twice, but we will be um, do eventually doing the whole process of clearing and cleaning using a Hawaiian technique, which I always mispronounce, Hopopono Ono Ono. I think I think that's close. When er, when we do the stream, I'll let Ernie pronounce it so I won't have to embarrass myself uh, trying to pronounce that long Hawaiian word. I know you pronounce like everything in that language. So you don't there's like no silent letters or anything like that. Let's see if I can find that graphic real quick. Oh, I was going to do one on mediumship too. That's a good one. For those of you who don't know, I'm trained in Lilydale, and my teacher Elaine Thomas is going to be on the live stream um, with me on Saturday. She's one of the guests, and her husband Mark Thomas, who I one of the coolest classes I've ever taken, was a four weekend retreat uh, with called the Hundredth Monkey. And it was facilitated by Mark Thomas, and it was all studying the Bhagavad Gita, the Upanishads. Uh, we did yoga every day. We did rounds of meditation every day. It was really, really amazing, including one silent retreat weekend, which is, if you ever spend just a weekend in silence, it's a lot harder than you think. There we go. Hopapona Ono. That's the one that Ernie and I will be doing here in the near future. We can maybe talk offline, Ernie, and see about getting another uh, proposed date. Oh, nice try. That means I did not pronounce it correctly. Oh, that's all right. Perfection. Wait, no. Progress, not perfection. That's what we're after. So as long as I pronounce one more O each time, we'll, we'll eventually get it. Let's see. And here is the final plug here for Saturday. And again, under Emergence of Being Facebook page, I have the event up as a Facebook event with a link to the YouTube stream a new world, a new possibility, and it's going to be 12 hours of guests a whole day. And I've asked each guest one to, it's going to all stay positive, um, no politics, things like that. Um, and everybody is looking to offer something inspirational as well as giving a tool or a takeaway or an experience. And if, uh, granted, I know if people are busy on Saturdays, you won't necessarily be able to tune in for the whole thing, but I will be posting a schedule of when who is on. And so if you know for sure, hey, I really want to catch so-and-so live in case you want to ask a question. And I encourage everybody, ask questions, put the timestamps, because all of these people are willing to come on again, at least most of the people are going to be willing to come on again. And uh, we can do another live stream and take a deeper dive into their story, because uh, it's not as much time as we think. A lot of them are only on for a half hour. 
some of them are going to be an hour, but I think even though it's a 12 hour stream, things are going to go by very quickly and it's going to be a lot of fun. So with that, if there's no other questions, thank you so much for showing up. Thank you for contributing. And I ask that if you are going to watch this on the replay, or even if you're not going to watch it on the replay, if you take a moment to share the stream, if you share the link for the video to anybody that you feel um, would find value out of it, I would greatly appreciate that. And if you haven't already on the YouTube channel, that's the best place to interact uh, because the more people comment, the more people like the video, the more people subscribe, Google looks at it as, hey, this is relevant and it serves it organically to more people. So that is a, a small way that you can give back to the stream and help me reach more people with these uh, little Hank grants, these little coffee connects that we do. Thank you so much. And I will catch you. Uh, I'll probably be on tomorrow doing one of those topics. Just have to choose which one, but I will see you next time. And thank you so much for uh, being here for the stream. God bless. Thanks for joining us today for the show. The Sonic Shaman is part of the Emergence of Being Contributor Network. Visit emergenceofbeing.com to learn about all the contributors and learn about our services and upcoming events. Please take a moment to subscribe to the channel. You can contribute to the show by supporting our efforts and sharing our content with those you care about and those who need it most.